Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater. And today is going to be a super fun yet value-packed discussion on vacations, traveling, and ultimately how you can manage and balance your fitness and nutrition goals while being out of town. So I just got back from California. We were gone for a little under a week. And as you guys know, I am mid-competition prep right now. So never having really traveled or gone on vacation during a prep before, I was nervous how this trip was going to go, especially because you guys know me anyways. And I love routine. I love structure, let alone when I'm in the middle of a prep. So going to a different country, obviously, California is pretty far away from where I live. I was nervous about how I was going to maintain the high level of intensity that I have in my prep right now, having to do cardio, having to meal prep, bring my food with me everywhere, get posing in, still make time for my family and the the events that we had planned in California and training twice a day. So I am going to tell you guys all about that, everything that went down on the trip and my perspective on it. But first, I just want to talk about, I guess, the reason why traveling and going on vacations so often can throw us off track from our goals. Because I would say, in my experience as a coach, it's one of the leading reasons why we end up sabotaging our progress. And it really comes down to two big reasons. Okay. So when we go away, there's two things that happen. The first one is a halt in momentum. If you're a client, you've heard me talk about it a ton, but momentum is so important during your fitness journey. When you leave, you're usually in like this great routine. You're going to the gym at a certain time. You're eating at a certain time. You have your whole schedule set up in a way that works for you. And then you go on vacation or out of town and it's just not set up that way. Okay. So that's the first concept that I wanted to bring up. And the second one is the change in environment. Okay. So obviously I'm talking about like the physical location, but even a little more in depth than that environment could be just how accessible certain foods are, right? Like when I was in California, there was delicious food trucks everywhere and hot dogs and ice creams and just like all of this these delicious smells coming at me. Whereas in Fort Mac, like there isn't any of that. So I don't just mean change of environment in terms of a different physical city. So throughout today's episode, when we get into the kind of tactical tips, I just want you guys to keep in mind those two big reasons, the halt in momentum and the change in environment. Because every single travel tip that I'm going to give you today really comes down to understanding those two things because I could just like give you all these tips, but it's super important to kind of understand why we want to do these things. 
Because there's there's really no worse feeling than working super, super hard, feeling really confident in your body, going on your vacation, sabotaging everything, coming back from your vacation and just feeling like shit because then you feel like you have to redo all of that hard work. And so often it's not as bad as you think it is. But if you can't snap out of it in a matter of one to two days, you're going to end up even worse off than you are post-vacation. And I've seen that happen to a lot of people. And a really comparable situation as well, which isn't really the topic for today, but summer is coming up. I've seen ladies bust their ass and men bust their ass getting in shape for summer just to go fuck it all summer long, basically drink all summer, eat whatever they want. Yeah, they had a great body and felt confident going into the summer. But then they stand there when September hits, looking in the mirror, being like, what did I do? And that's one of the worst feelings. Comparatively, the feeling when you can stand there and be super proud of yourself, super proud about how you handled your summer or your vacation or your trip. And even if you weren't 100% perfect, you can be super proud of the fact that you did not sabotage yourself when previously, that's probably something that you would have done. So before we get into the travel tips for both fitness and nutrition, I want to talk about my California trip just a little bit because I honestly blew myself away with how successful I was on that trip. And not only did that instill more self-belief within myself, but also within what my clients are capable of. And in general, even if you're not a client, anyone listening to this podcast, like you guys are all capable of so much more than you actually think you are. So obviously, I took it to an extreme. I'm doing a prep. I'm training a lot. I went to California. If I hadn't been prepping, I obviously wouldn't have worked out twice a day every day. I probably would have had a treat meal. I pro- I definitely wouldn't have done an hour of cardio per day on top of 20,000 steps. But I just want to share with you guys what I did to show you what is capable, what is possible, I should say, when you have laser focus. So we did various activities every single day. So obviously, we took the kids. We went to Disneyland. We went to an NBA game. We went to an NHL game. We did a boat tour. We went whale watching, dolphin watching. Oh my God, it was really cool. I love the ocean. And we saw like a thousand dolphins. I I was like the coolest thing ever. There was dolphins all around us jumping at us. I never even thought that was like a thing that you could just be in a pod of like a thousand dolphins. That was probably my favorite part, actually. We went to Long Beach. We went to Laguna Beach, Santa Monica. It was really fun because I actually went there with my parents as a kid. And I remember those trips really, really well. But when I was actually like back in the locations that I went to like 12, 13 years ago, all of these memories came back to me that I'd totally forgotten about. So that was really a fun experience for me. But on top of doing all these activities every day, I trained every single day in the gym. So my normal weight training workout, I had to wake up super early, go hit the gym. I also had to do my cardio every single day. So I had to split them up just because I couldn't be like, at, I don't like doing post-workout cardio anyways for that long. So I had to do my workout in the morning, my cardio in the evening. And after <laughs> we did a lot of walking too, where we're generally like very active on our vacations. I feel like most 
people are pretty active on vacation, but I don't know because I don't travel with everyone, obviously. But basically wake up, train for an hour, 15 minutes is usually what my workouts take me. Then go to Disneyland all day, walk 24,000 steps, come back to the Airbnb we were staying at. And like literally the last thing we kind of want to do is go do cardio and then practice posing. But you know what? That's what I did. Another hour of cardio followed by some posing. It was fantastic though, because in the the place where we were staying, there was like a little gym and then there was like a posing studio. I don't think it was a posing studio, but it looked like a posing studio. So that was fantastic. Obviously, when we were going around to all these little events and things like it's tourism central. So they're they're selling these delicious looking hot dogs with like sauerkraut and all these yummy things on it. They're selling churros. Like I don't really like that kind of food anyways, but they're selling all these things. And I'm just sitting there eating my chicken and my vegetables in my meal prep container. So I had to make sure my food was prepped. So my boyfriend's fantastic though, because he does pretty much all of the cooking and we vacuum sealed and brought all of our food. He's also like been killing it with his nutrition right now. So thankfully I have that support, but we didn't eat a single meal out. Obviously we bought the kids like food and snacks and like treats when they wanted them kind of sometimes not not like they ate bad or anything, but we bought them ice cream and whatnot. But me and him didn't eat a single meal out. We ate our meal prep the entire week we were there. We went to the grocery store and cooked anything else that we needed. And then we just brought the food with us. I didn't miss a single minute of cardio. I didn't miss a single minute of my posing. I didn't miss a single training session, didn't miss a meal, like timed everything perfectly. And that might seem super extreme to you guys, but it really wasn't. I honestly thought that coming back from this trip, I was gonna be like, wow, that was a struggle. But it was one of the easiest things I've ever done, you guys. And I have this laser focus and I know what my goals are right now. I know that the most important thing to me right now is knowing that when I step on stage that I did absolutely everything I could to look and feel my best that day. And like there wasn't even a temptation to want something else. Like, yeah, did the food on the street smell good? Yeah, it smelled good. But I also love the food on my meal plan. Like, I'm so happy eating that. Was I a little bit hungry? Yeah. When you're burning like 3000 plus calories a day and eating very, very few, of course you're hungry. But that's just part of it. I a little part of me felt like I was going to come back from this trip and be like, man, I feel like I'm behind from where I should be. But I actually feel like it accelerated me like crazy. Not just the fact that I got to be outside in the sun. I had less stress. I got a ton of good sleep, which is fantastic for me. But it really proved what I'm capable of when I have my mind set on something. And I'm even coming back with this like more more fire and more passion for my clients as well. Because if you're listening and your client, like I know your goals are important to you, but I think some of you are playing too small. And to be honest, I think I have also been playing a little too small when it comes to some aspects of my own fitness for the last little while up until recently, because we are capable of so much. If you really just step into that and you really just raise your expectations of yourself and the standards that you hold of yourself. Because if you would have even asked me like two or three years ago, like, do you think you could go to California for a week, not eat a single bite off your meal plan, work out two times a day, do posing, meal prep, like bring your Tupperware everywhere. Do you think you could do that? I'd be like, eh, probably not. And like, I probably could if I wanted to like die, but it probably wouldn't be enjoyable. And I can honestly, honestly say you guys, and I know I'm a weird person, but like I had so much of a better time doing that than I would have if I would have eaten at a restaurant or drank alcohol or not trained because that's just not me. And it just 
showed to myself what I can actually do. So if I can do that, you guys can go have a travel vacation. A travel, what other kind of vacation is there? I guess a non-travel vacation. You guys can go on vacation. You can stay mindful and you can come back and get right back into momentum. Okay. So I'm going to actually give you guys a lot of tips right now that you can implement. So I definitely recommend taking notes, especially if you are someone who has previously struggled during vacation and getting back on track after vacation. And I mean, I've been there too, because one time I went to Mexico and I ate ice cream after every single meal. You guys know I love ice cream. And I, for me, eight pounds is a lot. I gained eight pounds in like five days in Mexico. And I swear, like I know some of it's water retention. I don't think it was. It was like, I ate like an asshole. So it's super easy to say, screw it. But you guys, it's so much easier and more rewarding to just keep your momentum. Okay. So tip number one. Now, again, you're going to have to take these tips and kind of apply them to your specific vacation or travel. Maybe you're going on like a road trip. Maybe you're going on a tropical vacation. Maybe you're going on a work trip. So take them and tweak them to fit what it is you're doing. So the first one is have travel snacks. Okay. So obviously I'm in prep, so I can't really have travel snacks right now. But when I am traveling, I like to snack on things and we can snack on things that are very, very high calorie or things that are very low calorie. So usually when you're traveling, whether you're driving or whatever mode of transportation you're taking, you're typically sitting. Okay. Sitting does not burn a lot of calories. So we just want to be mindful of what we are snacking on. So some of my typical go-tos for travel snacks would be things like raw veggies and hummus, beef jerky, but you want to get like the the original, like the plain one, not the teriyaki or those ones that are coated in sugary shit. Even things like rice cakes or rice crackers, pretty good. Berries are a great, great choice. Super easy to eat. I used to bring the uh, turkey pepperoni sticks as well. I can't eat a lot of these things on my prep right now, but protein bars can also be great. Protein pancakes are one of my favorite things to pack on travel because they are so versatile and you can make them higher calorie, lower calorie, higher fat, lower carb, tons of different flavors you can make by adding different ingredients by adding berries, different flavors of protein, eggs, or just egg whites, literally so many variations. Light cheeses. Typically, cheese is going to be a higher fat thing, but there are lighter versions, of course. Wasabi peas are also fantastic. And I also like to make sure I have liquid with me. So BCAAs or like Crystal Light. When we were in America, actually, we got these little packets. It's like five calories. Like There's one gram of carbs in it, but it's like Chris Skittles flavors and Nerds flavors and Starburst flavors for your water. So, so, so delicious. And I'll typically bring like a black coffee or an espresso or a tea just to like keep my mouth busy. (laughs) The biggest thing is just making sure that your travel snacks are lower calorie, relatively whole food. And ideally, if you can get some protein in there, that's also going to be fantastic. My next tip, I feel like this one is super important. Obviously, I took this one overboard because I'm on prep. I'm eating the exact same stuff every single day. But plan your meals for at least the first few days. Okay, So it's going to, of course, depend on how long you're going for. But my typical rule of thumb and what works best for my clients as well is if you can like win the first couple days of your trip, you are so much more likely to stay on point and be successful for the entire trip. Again, it's all about momentum, bringing it back to those two things we talked about at the beginning. If you can get into momentum right away during your vacation, you're going to be able to maintain that or at least maintain 
part of that. So if you have a meal plan, and when I say a meal plan, I don't even literally mean like a written document from your coach. I mean like a plan for how you're going to structure your meals the first few days of your trip. It's going to be very helpful, even if you're like more of a beginner and it's literally just like, I'm going to have this for breakfast on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That is so much better than just like winging it because when you wing it, we know winging things don't, it doesn't go well. And you know, you're going to end up at freaking bed and breakfast eating sugary, shitty pancakes for breakfast, right? With syrup and all that gross stuff. So I also like, I don't like normal pancakes. I feel like they're so disgusting. They're like, they like fall apart and they like flop open. I literally haven't eaten a pancake in like, I don't know, 20 years. It feels like I hate how typical pancakes will like flake apart, but they don't flake. They like they're like soggy, you know, Ugh, not good. So you don't want to end up eating those nasty, soggy, sugary pancakes. Another tip. So I didn't do this for California, obviously. But when we went to in October, I did this. I usually do it if we're going for like a road trip is I'll order a couple prepped meals from like a meal prep company just because it's easier. Like it's already all put together for you. We typically don't order like a lot of them. They do get expensive if you order a lot. But I feel like having a couple um, of prepped meals when you're going out of town can be very, very helpful. And that's usually something that I recommend to my clients as well, even if they're really good at meal prepping when they're home. Just having meal prep, you already paid for it, so you're not going to waste it. And it's just super easy because it's already done for you. The next tip, and I feel like this one is underrated, <laughs> is if you're going to a restaurant, Google the restaurant menu before you go. Because depending on who you're going with, I know some people are more awkward around what they order and whatever. So if you Google it beforehand or you know what restaurant you're going to, you can like have a really good look at that menu. So you can figure out like what are going to be the healthier options at that restaurant. You can also, if you're picking the restaurant, you can Google the menu and see like what restaurant has the most kind of macro-friendly meal options available and then pick something based on that. Restaurant food can totally, totally make or break you. There are absolutely ways to stay on track at restaurants. I should do a separate podcast on that because you can totally go to a restaurant and eat very, very healthy, but you have to be intelligent about it. You have to be smart. You have to know what to look for. But again, we don't want to wing things. Winging things is not smart. <laughs> we want to have a plan. That's why we look at the restaurant menu beforehand. And I think that almost all menus nowadays have the calorie count on them. And you can pretty much if you're a client anyways, you should be able to kind of guesstimate the macros based on like, is it like one chicken breast or what comes with that item, right? Keeping in mind that sauces are typically what's going to kill you at a restaurant because they do not use low calorie sauces, let me tell you. Now, this next tip I would say is definitely not for everyone, but it's going to depend on who you are, what your nutrition plan kind of looks like prior to your vacation and what the purpose of your vacation is. Okay, so this one is track your food. So some of our clients do macro tracking. Some of our clients do a meal plan. Some of our clients do a different approach. I feel like sometimes going on vacation, tracking your food can be super, super helpful because again, bringing it back to the second thing we talked about at the very beginning, the change in environment. It gives us that little bit of stability from our normal environment. If you're someone who normally tracks your food, I recommend tracking your food on vacation. What's the difference, you guys? It literally takes 30 seconds. You can argue, oh, it's inconvenient. It's this, it's that, it's the next thing. How bad do you want your goals? Is it bad enough to spend 30 seconds to a minute to input your food into my fitness pal? If it's not, why are you even here? Why are you even listening to this podcast? However, however, 
Sometimes the purpose of a vacation might be to relax your brain. It might be to get away from tracking and this and that and the next thing when it comes to like that structure, if that's kind of who you are as a person. So I'm not going to say that you have to track your foods on vacation because I've had some clients who do track their food all the time. They've gone on vacation, not tracked for that week, come back and be like, wow, I'm so refreshed. I'm ready to get back into the groove. It totally totally depends. For example, when I went to Vegas, I did track all of my food, but I just tracked it mindfully. I just wanted to know like exactly what I was eating just to kind of have like a good idea as to where things were at. I wasn't super strict. This was back in October. So I wasn't super strict in terms of like, I have to hit this many carbs. I have to hit this much protein, whatever. I just wanted to kind of know where my protein was at, where my calories were at for the day. So I kind of make sure it wasn't too far off what I wanted. But again, if you're not tracking that, you don't really know. And it's hard enough to remember what we eat when we're following a plan and being ideal, let alone when you're on vacation. (laughs) Oh, and a little bonus tip as well. You can ask for a fridge in your hotel room. If you're staying in a hotel, I would say like almost every single hotel will rent you a fridge. Usually it's like 20 bucks extra. Sometimes if you say it's for medication, they'll bring it up for free. So you should always be able to get a fridge in your hotel room. All right, we're almost through the nutrition tips and then we're going to transition to the more fitness ones. This one is pretty obvious, but it's just stay hydrated. Not only is hydration just important for the function of your body, for your ability to perform, for weight loss, for muscle gain, but it also helps keep you full. Sometimes when we're on vacation, we just want to eat all the time. Sometimes it almost seems like we forget to eat. But if you're staying hydrated, it can help you feel full instead of like just wanting to snack all the time. Because usually when I'm on vacation, I want to snack all the time. (laughs) And there's usually things around, right? Depending on where you're going, there'll be like a bowl of chips over there or there'll be things sitting out. So if you just hydrate, you have a delicious drink with you, a nice water bottle and your BCAAs or your Starburst water flavor like I have. It's just more enticing to stay hydrated, especially if you're drinking alcohol. If you're going somewhere like Mexico or you're going like a tropical vacation where you know you are going to be consuming alcohol, you definitely want to make sure you're hitting your water target. And I feel like I've probably crushed this myth before, but drinking water does not make you hold water. It's actually going to be the opposite. So if you're going on an airplane and you're worried about like water retention, or if you're sitting in a vehicle for multiple hours and a long period of time, and you're worried about like water retention, drink your water. It's only going to help you not retain water. Next tip. I really like this one. It's probably one of the least important ones, but I find it helps me a lot. Again, it comes back to what we talked about at the beginning with reason number two, the change in environment. And it is bring your supplements. If you take supplements when you're at home, you should take supplements when you're on vacation. If you can bring that little bit of routine with you, you bring a little bit of your environment with you and you get to maintain your momentum with your supplements. So bring your vitamins if you're taking vitamins. If you do take pre-workout, bring that with you. If you take it, you're like, yeah, I'm going to hit the gym now. If you use protein powder, bring it with with you. Okay. Just having that little bit of routine can be a huge, huge game changer. Like when I went to California, I really looked forward to coming back from the gym in the morning and like drinking my greens and taking my vitamins. I know that probably sounds like not that exciting to you guys, but I like, I honestly look forward to it so much. So don't stop taking your supplements just because you're on vacation. And then this one is very obvious, but 
stay active. Usually when you're on vacation, you're not working as much. I did work on my vacation in California just because I'm super busy with clients right now, but I worked a lot less, right? So when I'm at home, I'm generally sitting at my computer a lot. I'm doing client programming. I'm working on content, all of this kind of stuff. But when you're on vacation, if you can choose to walk a little bit extra, if you can take the stairs instead of the elevator, if you can park a little farther away in the parking lot, like you have the luxury to do that because you shouldn't be in a massive hurry on your vacation. Try to go for a little extra stroll, right? Stay active because those active, those calories that you burn just from living and from walking around, those are what's going to make the biggest difference because that's the majority of your day. If you go crush a 30-minute workout, but you sit on your ass the rest of the day, that 30-minute workout is not really going to make a massive difference in your overall calories burned. Now, of course, there's way more to fitness than just calories, and there's way more to nutrition than just that, but being active is always going to help you. Next tip. Now, this one is especially if you are a client make sure you ask us for travel workouts. And if you're not a client, you should be asking your coach for travel workouts. And if they don't have any for you, you should join us because we do provide our clients travel workouts because I know how big of an obstacle traveling can be. Again, we generally provide our clients travel workouts. So these are like anywhere from 10 to 20 minute workouts that you can do with either just body weight with resistance bands or depending on where you're going, whatever equipment you might have available to you at your travel location. Because if you can just train for a couple minutes a day, I know I said like, oh, it's a couple minute workout isn't going to make a big difference. But again, bringing it back to reason number one, maintaining momentum that's what's going to make the difference. It's not that that 10-minute workout is actually going to change your life or change your body. It's that you're going to maintain the momentum, okay? And this is my favorite tip of all time, and I always recommend this one, is work out on day one of your vacation. Get into momentum immediately. If your if your trip is only, let's say, four days in at le- and you work out on the very first day, at least you got one workout in and you can be proud of yourself for that. If you wait to, till day two, to get your workout in, you are going to struggle because then vacation mode has kicked into your brain. It's gonna be like, oh, well, I'll just work out tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to become the next day and that's going to become the next day and you're not going to fucking work out. Mark my words because I've also done that. Please work out on day one of your vacation. Now, that's not to say like, let's say you fly all day or you drive all day and then you get there in the afternoon, like get a good night's sleep and then wake up the next day and get your workout in. So like first full day on vacation. And again, you do not need a full gym to get a good workout in. You literally just need your body. If you train right and you have a plan, like a training plan that is properly created, a bodyweight workout can kick your ass. And if you don't believe me, I I challenge you to try one of mine because it will. The next tip is, especially if you're a client, maintain your morning routine. So all of our clients have some variation of a morning routine that they do every single day. Our clients, it usually takes them between five and 15 minutes, depending on who they are, what level they're at, how long they've been in the program and what their goals are. So if you're one of my clients who does like a longer, more drawn out morning routine, you're probably not going to want to do that on vacation. But we want to maintain momentum and we want to bring whatever we can from our environment into our vacation. So condense it, right? Cut that 15 minutes down to five minutes. If you're someone who does a five-minute morning routine, cut it down to two minutes. That's all you really need to keep your consistency going. Now, you might also be thinking like, do I have to work out every day while I'm on vacation? And you definitely don't. And there's some cases where it also would make sense to take 
the full vacation off of training. So for example, I've had I have a few clients who travel a lot for work. So they'll be gone like out of town Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So let's say you're doing that. You're going to be gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What I typically recommend is to train, do your normal training Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Then just take Friday, Saturday, Sunday off and then make sure you get back at it on Monday. Okay. If you take more than three days off the gym, it's going to challenge. It's going to be a challenge to get back into momentum. Take my word on that. But three days or less, you can typically get back into the swing of things, assuming your nutrition stays reasonably on track and you don't massively sabotage yourself in any way. So that's also a way you can do it. If you're just going out of town for like the weekend, it's not going to kill you to take a three-day break from your training. And in fact, you'll probably come back feeling stronger and feeling refreshed. We're almost done. I have two more tips for you guys. And this one is also super important. Okay. This one you can apply to anything, whether we're talking about travel or just life. And it is to set realistic goals. So what that means for traveling is for most people, you're probably not going to get leaner during your vacation, right? So setting the goal of returning home like at the same level that you left at is an amazing goal for your vacation. That's usually my goal is to basically like not damage my progress and just come back and be able to hop right back into my routine where I left off. Because again, obviously when I went to California, my goal was to actually lean out during my trip. And I did. I was super, super happy. I honestly feel like five to six pounds leaner and tighter than I did before I left my trip. So that made me really happy because obviously I'm prepping and like that's my main goal right now is reducing my body fat percentage. But it takes an extreme, extreme level of discipline to be able to do what I did on my trip. And most of the time, you guys, we're going on vacations to enjoy ourselves. We're not going on vacations to train for three hours a day. Having said that, it's still really, really important that you set a realistic goal because if you're like, I'm going to lose weight on this vacation and then you come back and you know that you're like two or three pounds heavier, you're not feeling the best, you maybe had a couple extra treat meals, you're going to feel really discouraged. And again, we're going to have that break in momentum that we do not want. So set a realistic goal, whether it's coming back at the same level you left at. Maybe it's working out three times a week. Maybe it's having two treat meals and making sure your breakfast is on point every day. Um, whatever those goals are for you, behavior-based goals are also fantastic on vacation, getting in X number of steps each day, doing whatever routine, making sure you're stretching every day, something like that that's behavior-based that's still going to correlate to your big main goal. Maybe it's tracking your food every day, hitting your protein, including protein in every meal. There's a ton of great options to select from when it comes to setting a realistic travel goal. And like we briefly just touched on, this goes for your everyday life. If you are waking up every day telling yourself you're going to be 100% perfect, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, it's going to be an amazing day, and then you stop, you don't do it, you don't follow through, you're going to beat away your self-belief, you're going to beat away your integrity, and you're not going to believe anything you tell yourself. So if you find that you're someone who wakes up every day with this, I'm going to eat healthy all day, I'm going to hit the gym, and it just never happens change your goal, change your intention. Instead, set it for like, I'm going to have a healthy breakfast and I'm going to do a five minute workout and then do it. And then you can be like, wow, I actually did what I said I was going to do. Tomorrow I can do better. And then you build on it. And instead of then eating away your self-integrity and your discipline, you start to build it and you start to cultivate it. And you can, those little goals and those little wins, they add up. And I know for people who have like this, 
who think like the bigger picture, it can sometimes feel like they don't matter, but I promise you they do. And my final, final tip of the day when it comes to traveling and fitness and nutrition and staying on track is have the right mindset going into it. It's all about your perspective. If you say, oh my God, I'm going to go to Mexico and I'm just probably going to struggle all the time. I'm going to drink and I'm going to do this. It's going to be so, so, so hard for me. It probably is going to be hard for you. So adopt the mindset that you can be mindful on your trip, that you can be focused on your trip and that you can enjoy your trip. And sometimes what helps my clients a lot is thinking about how good it's going to feel coming back from that trip and being proud of yourself. If you feel that temptation coming your way and you see these delicious margaritas or you smell these delicious, I don't know why I keep going back to the hot dogs, but whatever it is, if you feel that temptation, think instead about how good it's going to feel knowing that you kicked ass on this trip and you finally came back feeling proud and back in momentum. There's really nothing that tastes better than that. Because like everything, if you think something is going to be hard and you're telling yourself it's going to be hard, whatever we believe is true. So shift your perspective around what you are capable of and what you are capable of on vacation. Because I promise you guys, you are capable of so much more than you think if you can dial in that focus, if you can maintain your momentum, and if you can bring a little bit of your environment on that trip with you. So that's it. That's all for today's episode. I appreciate you guys. If you guys have any questions, hit me up on Instagram. If you guys liked this episode, if you got value, please share it to your story. That's absolutely how the podcast grows. I really, really appreciate it. I also love to see who is tuning in, who is listening and who is getting value. So take a screenshot, share it to your story. Give me a tag at Nyfina and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life. 